0: Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. Now, before getting started today, I want to put in a plug for an event coming up on Sunday, September 22nd. It's called the 50 Plus Expo at Springfield Town Center, sponsored by the Beacon Newspapers, Fairfax County, AARP, among many others. It'll feature over 100 exhibitors, flu shots, health screenings, live music, and door prizes. So please show up on September 22nd from noon to 4. It is free. And no registration is necessary so back to our show today our guest dick robison and scott pinkney from the lifelong learning institute of northern virginia which is located at the northern virginia community college in annandale dick and scott are going to tell us everything we need to know about this local senior learning program that's been in operation for over 20 years also give us a sneak preview of the fall semester offerings. But first, as we always do on the show, we learn a little bit about our guest. Dick grew up in central Ohio and earned a B.S. in electrical engineering from the University of Michigan and an M.S. in business at Georgia College. He joined the Air Force, where his assignments included Hurricane Hunter and C-130 flight test pilot. After the Air Force, he went to work for, and I meant to ask you on the intro about this, E O I R or E O R technology. E O
1: I R technology. Okay, I was going to say E O R
0: like the like the uh, the donkey connect character and uh, Wendy. Yeah, Pooh, well, but, we but, thought uh, <laughs> about using that, but they
1: had trouble with us using that. A little program, trademark so. or
0: something. So <laughs> E O I R technologies. He taught imagery analytics to intelligence agencies. Now that's a mouthful right there. Retired now, his interests include travel, reading, and playing the French horn in two local bands. My wife would like to talk to you. She. Uh, Played French horn in uh, high school and college. Anyway, Scott grew up in Aberdeen, Washington, earned a bachelor's in finance at the University of Washington, a master's in finance at Auburn University. He also joined the Air Force, where his career centered on financial management and included assignments in Scotland, Tehran, Iran and Germany. After leaving the Air Force, he became the chief financial officer at the Armed Forces Benefit Association. Also now retired, he enjoys traveling with his wife to Europe and especially to those Eastern European countries that he used to not be able to enter. So Dick, Scott, thanks (laughs) both of you for being here with us today. Um, We could do a whole other podcast about your guys' careers and and sites (laughs) and and things that you saw. But anyway, we want to talk about the Lifelong Learning Institute of Northern Virginia. First, um, folks that may not be familiar with it, let's get a little bit of history, description, what it is, what the the center offers, that kind of thing. I don't know who wants to start. Okay.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, our uh, founder, Knox Singleton, was the uh, chairman of the Fairfax County Committee on Aging mm. back in the mid 1990s, and uh, it was his goal all along was to get a, a group, uh, organization for a group of retired, mostly seniors. Uh, his real intent was to have v- groups throughout the uh, county, different individual mm-hmm. groups, but that never really materialized too well. He was working with. Uh, other individuals that eventually became the L.L.I. at George Mason University. Hmm. But the university was short on space and was concerned about, you know, giving more Hmm. more, uh, space for something other than for the students. Uh, So he broke away from that group and his very good friend, Dr. Richard Ernst, was... uh, President of uh, the community college at Annandale, mm-hmm. uh, he his name was also now the uh, on the cultural and community center there. Well, uh, Doctor Ernst was willing to give him some space. He says, "I can't give you any money, but right. uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, we got started. There was uh, a lot of discussions and work that went into it in 1995, and then the. Uh, commonwealth charter was actually written in april of 1996 okay so we've been in existence since then
0: okay so official founding i guess yes. in, in 1996 what What did it start with there was some space and volunteer teachers, a or lot of us <laughs>
2: don't know too much about uh, the space at that time but uh, there was 29 members in the original group wow i think they've all passed away now the uh, uh, Mrs. Singleton died last December, so mm. uh, most of those groups are gone. But we still have some members that have been with us for over 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's a membership organization?
2: Yes. Yep. We've been as high as 400. We're a little wow. low, below that right now. But.
1: Okay. One of the things that is uh, sort of special about LLI Nova is that our uh, admission fees are pretty low uh, compared to most of these kinds of organizations. The, there are lifetime learning institutes all over the country. Mm-hmm. They're all independent and they're they run by their own rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one here in, you know, locally that, mm-hmm. at GMU. Right. Uh, our our rates are are quite a bit lower than others, um, and we we do that by. Uh, taking advantage of government spaces and free classroom space and stuff like that to okay. keep our costs down. It's all volunteer, so we don't have paid staff. Uh, we've got one administrator that's paid. And uh, everybody else are, are volunteers. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: Okay. Well, you mentioned cost. We'll get to that in a minute, but I want to I want to yeah. find out what it is and some benefits and all that kind of stuff before we throw the cost figure out there, sure. which you say is, is very low. Uh, again, we're talking about the Lifelong Learning Institute at Northern Virginia, which is uh, at Northern Virginia Community College in Annandale. So, um, membership organization. You need to join. What do you get for for joining this group?
2: Well, the uh, The main features of the organization, first of all, the nationwide group comes under the Road Scholar Company, and Hmm. it's an entity within that. Road Scholar primarily is a travel agency, but they do have the LLI branch, which is uh, called the resource the Road Scholar Resource Network, and we are a member of that. Hmm. But the individual chapters are pretty much on their own. For instance, our name is lifetime learning center, oh, whereas it's lifelong for the, for others. But you can have any name you want. Uh, some of them are quite quite different from uh, that chapter.
0: So lifetime, yes, learning institute. Right.
2: that's just our chapter. That's what we call uh, okay. it. Sorry and about that. I can't give you the history of that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the main guys had to be just had to be different. Right. <laughs> They, right? uh, we have a uh, nine months a year. We have a membership meeting, which makes us a little bit. Uh, this is open to all 400 members. Uh, we usually get 150 or, wow. or or that number, and we have a speaker. It's a social hour. And there's refreshments, and that's held in the Ernst Community Center. Uh, so that's one of our main features. Okay. okay. Another one is the classes, of which we can get into in detail, and. Uh, That's probably the most active, the thing that members participate in the most. We have special interest groups. These are kind of uh, entities that grow up by themselves. They're independent. Uh, French language speaking is one of them. Uh, Investment uh, discussions is one. We Mm -hmm. have a former uh, Merrill Lynch uh, broker who Mm -hmm. runs that. There's eight or nine of them all together. Favorite group, favorite books. There's the uh, they call it uh, foodies and friends. It used to be the gourmet (laughs) group, but they have lunch at a different restaurant once a month.
0: Yeah, if you if you drop the gourmet and just say food, that gets more gets more people involved.
2: (laughs) So anyway, there's those kind of entities. Okay. Uh, And then one of our big features is we have a scholarship program where members donate into the fund, and Hmm. we give. Uh, a number of scholarships each year to students who are at the uh, community college. Okay, okay.
0: Well, you mentioned a lot of different classes and topics and those kind of things. Uh, maybe now is a good time to kind of preview the fall, kind of what's sure. coming up.
1: Yeah, we've got a really good schedule this fall. I've got 61 classes. Wow. Uh, several, several of those are multiple session classes, so uh, there's one that is a, a, a five-part series. It's a uh, four parts talking about the art that's at the Hilltop Mansion. Um, And it's got, uh, you know, there's one on Faberge eggs, there's one on the art, there's one on the life of Meriwether Post. Mm. And then that culminates with a tour of the mansion and gardens. Mm. Uh, So that one's kind of interesting. Uh, We do a lot of collaboration with other local groups. So there's a a radio play that we'll be doing with one of our other uh, organizations. Um, and that should be a lot of fun. Uh, A lot of history courses. We've got 13 different categories this uh, semester. Uh, The number of categories varies from time to time. There are some of the classes that are very popular and are done pretty regularly. Uh, We do a number of classes with uh, Chef Cal Kraft, who uh, runs a culinary institute or ran a culinary institute before he retired. And he uh, you know, shares cooking tips and how to take care of your knives and all sorts of information. Mm. Uh, those are very popular and, and fill up very fast. Uh, we've got a very unusual class this term uh, that's going to be about uh, German concentration camps. Mm. And what that is is a film that was made by Alfred Hitchcock after the war that has never been aired. And uh, we have one of the professors out at... GMU has got a very uh, good interest or keen interest in uh, nationalism and, and, you know, Nazism and all that sort of thing. And so he'll he'll be doing an hour and a half presentation on this where he'll show that film and then, you know, discuss uh, what happened with it. Um, But, you know, basically the film was never aired because mm-hmm. they felt it would be too disturbing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you yeah, know, warning on that one, you know, if, if those sorts of things bother mm-hmm. you, um, you yeah, know, you might want to skip that one, but it should be a really interesting yeah, class. absolutely. And very wow. Huge. We do uh, some classes that are in, in conjunction with the Art Institute of Fairfax. Mm-hmm. So there'll be painting classes and photography classes and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a... a very good class that uh, is done on demystifying dementia that's going to be a five-part series it's it's run by uh, one of the local agencies here mm-hmm. in town and they come in and they talk about what to look for so it it helps not only those that are concerned about dementia and how to recognize it and those sorts of things. But tips for, for caregivers and resources that are available and stuff like that, which, mm. you know, for our demographic is a, an important thing because mm-hmm. a lot of us have, you know, elderly parents or elderly selves. Right. And, uh, I don't know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. It's a very exciting class. About 30% of our classes are, are at NOVA. Okay. I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, those are, are most of or many of them are, are taught by uh, professors out at the school that, that are all on a volunteer basis. They like to do oh, it. Wow. Uh, we love to have them, and they cover the gamut from history to physics and you, know, mm-hmm. you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very well-taught courses.
0: No, right. So where are, the, where are the rest? About 30% at Nova or where are the rest? The rest just of them in are in the...
1: churches and libraries oh, and, mm-hmm. and places around town. Uh, we put out a catalog that just came out uh, this week. And uh, it lists all the classes and where they are and, and any fees. There are a couple of them that have fees. The cooking classes have a small fee. It's like mm-hmm. $5. Help
2: cover um, some of the costs. But of most the food, of them right? are free. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, you sign up for them, and we you know, let you know if there's any changes by mm-hmm. email. The forums that Scott mentioned earlier are free to the public. Right. So anybody can come to those. And those are monthly, right? Those are monthly. Yes, right. mm-hmm. Some
2: summer and December we have a, a – Party so a Christmas party so that's in yeah the, right that's in the, the Country Club of Fairfax each year yeah.
1: okay so those are very very interesting
0: mm-hmm. as well well the, you you were getting to my my big question was cost and then registration so how, to, how do we find out about you know where to where to sign up how to okay. sign up that kind of thing
1: I would say the easiest way to sign up is yeah. to go to our website okay. nova.org okay and when you get there you will see, Uh, across the top, you have a number of drop-down menus, and you can sign up there. Uh, You can register for classes online. You can pay your dues online. When you sign up, uh, you'll establish an account, Mm -hmm. and you can pay, you know, right through the account uh, online. It's $110 a year. Mm, Which is a bargain, considering you can go to every one of these classes if you have the time and the inclination to do it. Uh, And it includes the SIGs and all that sort of stuff. Again, you know, the SIGs may have small things that are additional costs, like uh, the gourmand group. Of course, you you know, you're responsible for your own meal. But, uh, you know, most of them are are free. Mm -hmm. And so it's... uh,
0: so $110 for the year, for the, the calendar year, year. for the correct. whole year, 12 yeah. months. Okay, yes. not a semester. It's, from the time, it's
1: for the year from the time that you time sign up until oh, yeah. oh, the even following better. year. So even it's not better. even calendar year. Okay. Yeah.
2: And that has not changed uh, since the time I've been there. It's always wow. been $110. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we've come close to having to. <laughs> But uh, we've always uh, managed to get around, and we're in very good shape right now financially. Yeah, well, yeah. that's awesome.
0: That's a, that's a heck of a deal, heck of a deal. It's a very You know, there's deal. one
2: thing that unifies all of the 400-some LLIs across the country, mm-hmm. and it's two principles that you have to have. You have to be uh, a, uh, an educational-based. Uh, mm. You have to be in there for advancing your learning in your retirement years. H- Hence the middle word there, Great. learning. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is that you have to be attached to an institution of higher learning. Gotcha. Now, that separates those that are in the community college business and those that are in the four-year universities. Mm-hmm. And uh, the four-year universities really operate quite differently because they're eligible for the Bernard Osher Foundation grants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you get a big grant like that, uh, the money goes to the university, the university can allocate it to you however they want. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> but they can do your accounting, for example, whereas we have to do our own.
0: Oh, I see, I see. So all volunteers, as you yes. said, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I want to get personal for a minute. I, I want to ask each of you, how did you actually hear about this organization and, and then want to become involved that, with it?
2: That's a very good question, because most of us are, i get into the organization through a friend, so, mm. you know, by word of mouth. With myself, uh, uh, when I was in the Air Force, I could never go into the Eastern European countries or Russia with my security clearance. But uh, one of the members I met early on before joining was a retired CIA mm. uh, agent. And uh, he spoke Russian, and he was organizing trips to Russia. And so mm. I went on one of his trips and my wife and I, and uh, we became very close friends, and he was the one that got me into LLI. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> Dick, how about you? Yeah, I should mention that, uh, you know, we do do travel programs and that are quite good. Uh, they did one last year in the National Parks. Um, I'm not sure where the one this year is, do you know?
2: It's the Rhine River. Uh, most of them have been oh, wow. overseas, yeah. to Europe, yeah. mostly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're usually done under the affiliation of, of you know Road Scholars or you right. know, one of the travel organizations. But okay. they're they're really good. They're a nice bargain and you know get get you those to fees see some are things.
0: Separate obviously from the one hundred and ten dollars a year. That's
2: oh, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> but um, they get
2: thirty thirty people on and every yeah. sometimes the tours are smaller. When we had one of Iceland that was we ended up with two groups of ten. So mm-hmm. um, okay. very good program.
0: So yeah. it sounds like a, a level of activity. You could maybe just start with going to one of the free monthly forums that you, right. you mentioned just to kind of get your feet wet, yeah. see how it is, right. meet some folks. Then you've got the the year uh, joining, only $110 a year with 30 or more classes right. or something like that, I think right. you said, per year. And then maybe even if you want to go on some of these trips. So there's kind of a, a wide range of activities yeah. you can there's, get involved there's in.
1: There's 60 classes just as 60, that's right. Yeah. Um, I am we typically will have about 30 in the summer, which is our low term. Gotcha. Um, so we have a lot of classes throughout the year. Uh, to answer your question, though, uh, I also got in through a friend. Mm. Um, a very good friend of mine from my church came and was very involved with the organization and suggested I come by to the forum. Mm-hmm. So I went to the forum and, and you know liked what I saw there and liked what I heard about the program and talking to other people. So I got involved in going to classes and, and those sorts of things, and uh, it just sort of grew from them. And mm-hmm. I fell into the curriculum <laughs> development. I don't know if that's the right word to use for it. But anyway, I got drafted for the yeah, curriculum development job. You got <laughs> I really enjoy it. You know, the, the volunteers are delightful to work with, and uh, sometimes it's almost as much fun as classes. Right. Not quite, but almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: well,
0: and I think, Dick, in my looking at my notes here, you're actually chairman of the curriculum committee I am, now, yes. And mm-hmm. Scott, former president right. and member of the curriculum, curriculum committee, committee, committee as well. So a right. lot of, lot of uh, experience going on there and maybe some – volunteering or voluntolding, whatever, to, to get yeah. you into those positions. But yeah. how do you, as well as others that are in these positions, actually choose the classes that are going to be offered?
1: Well, that's interesting. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, a lot of the professors will volunteer you know, classes mm-hmm. on their area right. of interest. Uh, Because a lot more PhDs did research and that sort of thing. But we also have a lot of classes that are done like people that took a trip and really enjoyed Mm. the trip and want to share it. Gotcha. Uh, I did one on an African safari that I did. Oh, Uh, I also did one on drones because of my interest in aviation, mm-hmm. and I did one on how to fly into hurricanes because everybody <laughs> should know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, not something I want to be doing, <laughs> by the way, but yeah, g- sure, go ahead. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and so we do a lot of things, you know, classes are done by people that have an interest in something yeah. and, and want to share their sure, experiences. Sure. Uh, I don't really have to draft a lot of people. You, mm-hmm. know, they're, you know, people yeah. stand up and say, yeah, I'd like to teach a course right. on that, so.
0: I don't know if I would stand up and say I want to teach, but I would I would think I would want to go and hear. So if someone's hearing that now going, oh, gosh, I don't think I have anything I want to teach about, that shouldn't uh, preclude them from wanting to join, though. They're not no, going to be forced absolutely to teach not. anything. You're not forced. Yeah.
1: You're not even necessarily asked. Yeah, you know, okay. okay.
2: And most of our classes are only an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. They're just a single session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some of the LLIs have classes that are more oriented toward a a college classroom you know it mm-hmm. could go for four or six sessions mm-hmm. and so we're quite different in that regard yeah,
0: yeah. all right yeah. i want to make sure i get this right it's uh, the the broader organization nationwide lifelong learning institute here the one at northern virginia community college in annandale lifetime yes learning institute okay of northern virginia yes. okay we are at our time limit unfortunately uh, but I want to ask you what do you wish I had asked you or what do you want to end with because I'm going to give each of you the final word. I don't know which one of you wants to start.
1: Well I would say the main thing that I would hope people you know get out of this is come to the forums, give a listen, you know check it out and you know visit the website, take a look at what the offerings are see mm-hmm. if there's something there that that interests you or you know, maybe that you'd like to share with other people in our age group. And uh, you know, I think that you'll find that it's it's entertaining. It's a great value. Uh, gets you out, you know to do things and meet people and be social as well as the educational mm-hmm. aspects of it. So mm-hmm. I hope people will come see us and and sign right. up right?
2: I would agree the uh, the website is was really. It took us six years to get that put <laughs> together, and That's a terrific. lot of people never put much faith in it to, that it would work out or that it would never come to be, but it turned out to be an outstanding job, and uh, it's so easy to work with. Uh, we did it pretty much ourselves. Mm-hmm. We did have the help of two of the uh, instructors at the college, hmm. and uh, they uh, they enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, take advantage of that free right. labor if you can. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But the, if I had to advertise something, it would be our website, yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: LLINOVA.org.
0: Okay. Well, and I'll be sure to plug that as well. Okay. Thank you both for being here with us and and uh, giving me some information, and I'm sure our listeners some information perhaps on an organization that they weren't necessarily familiar with. And uh, hopefully uh, it will uh, lead to an increase in membership and some new uh, new folks uh, to attend the either the forums or the classes or some of the trips or whatever. Do you have something you wanted to add? Nope, okay, nope. all right, cool. Um, that is gonna do it, unfortunately, for the time. Like we said, maybe we'll have you guys back on and we can talk about some other stuff or preview the, the next semester of classes or whatever. But again, wanna plug that website LLINOVA.org. Um, also, a telephone number if you want to leave a message, 703 323 3746. But again, the website, LLINOVA.org. Dick Robinson, Scott Pinkney of the Lifetime Learning Institute of Northern Virginia here with us talking. Uh, today. If you want to find other county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can dial 703-324-7948 or go online fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. When you're on that web page, subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper as well as link over to the Fairfax 50 plus Facebook page. Thanks again for joining us on the Fairfax 50 plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.